losing their man to another hose hoochie. Of course, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Work obsessed people. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but we seem to be working a little too hard lately here in the good old U.S. of Type A. To many work-obsessed Glengarry's these days, 9 to 5 is considered part-time. People can't even relax on vacation anymore. They flop around like Ned Beatty's man tits on a trampoline. You know, that image might just send me back into therapy. Most workaholics have the attention span of Farrah Fawcett at a Wagner opera, or for that matter, The Letterman Show. A lot of this is due to the fact that the two-career couple is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. An average American family just can't survive on one salary anymore. Not if you want to have the essentials. Basic cable, premium cable, a direct TV satellite dish, and oh yeah, food. Like rice aroni, the San Francisco treat, San Francisco cable cars. Cable! Cable! May the circle be unbroken! But somewhere along the line, Americans decided that work could actually be fun. I believe psychologists describe this as the condition in which the person being held hostage actually falls in love with a person who's kidnapped them. For Americans, work is what the pub is to the British, the vodka cellar is to the Russians, and what any place but the shower is to the French. Every company has at least one type A jag-off, the freak with a coffee mug that says TGIM on it, power-suited desk jockeys charging ahead at a pace that makes Teddy Roosevelt look like a Rasta in an ether factory, they are simply grown-up versions of the kids who would raise their hands at the end of the last class before Christmas and remind the teacher that she forgot to assign homework. What gets me is that you never see workaholics where they can actually do you some good. I mean, where are all the go-getters at the DMV, huh? Why does a visit to the post office always seem like an underwater Tai Chi class? Well, I'll be honest, I dream of a day when we are all replaced by computers. I can't wait until my entire presence on my show can be achieved simply by plugging in the Smugatron 2000 and pointing a camera at it. But I guess truth be told, in some sense, we are all workaholics because getting through life in and of itself is a hard job. Keeping a marriage together, raising children, and maintaining friendships, it's all hard work. That's why whenever I spend any appreciable time now with my family, well, I insist that they, uh, they cut me a check. I find I try harder when they pay me. I don't take my loved ones for granted anymore because the money they give me shows me that they don't take me for granted. And the more money I get from them, the more of me they're going to get from me. But who is a workaholic, actually? Here are some hints. When you're making a phone call from home, you hit nine to get out. You know you're a workaholic when you refer to your wife's vagina as the inbox. You're so pale from sitting in the office that people keep telling you they loved you in the movie Powder. And finally, you know you're too busy when you actually have to pencil in a shit. Of course, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. The End of Privacy Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but if you get the funny feeling you're being watched, well, that's going into your file. Hey, when did our national anthem change from the Star-Spangled Banner to Every Breath You Take? 
In this grand democracy of ours, where the Statue of Liberty now bears a striking resemblance to Gladys Kravitz from Bewitched, you've got a better shot at hearing Charlie Sheen deliver the keynote address at a Promise Keepers rally than you do at maintaining anything that even vaguely resembles a private life. Our constitutional rights are currently under more strain than Linda Tripp's Capri pants. Ever since Adam invented the fig leaf genital toupee, privacy has been a basic human need. And as our lives get more complicated and therefore require even more privacy, the keyhole through which anyone can peer is growing wider than Steven Tyler's dental dam. Computers now sell our names and addresses to the highest bidder. I get so many catalogs at my house, I had to order a special Hamaker Schlemmer solar-powered catalog Lazy Susan to put them all on. You know what Victoria's Secret is, folks? There are no trees left. Companies are able to find out your spending habits and preferences and junk mail you accordingly. I mean, how